Yo, Mom's Stomp listeners, it's Annie here coming through episode 21, wherein Joe and I promise each other that we're going to watch When a Man Loves a Woman this week, sometime this week, with starring Andy Garcia and the incomparable Meg Ryan. You know, this is homework for our mom nutting movie, so if you, listener, want to be part of us, be more connected, feel free to watch that movie with us sometime this week, too. Pop it on. But in the meantime, enjoy... Episode 21. Okay, we're here. I feel like that we got 20 under our seat, and now I can relax. These episodes are going to (laughs) be half-assed. We're on coast. (laughs) We got the fan base. You go, we're on coast. (laughs) Without a doubt, Joe agrees with me. (laughs) I am in my bathrobe, and we're on damn coast. Let Um, me tell you what, this, this bathing... Before or showering before we do the podcast, I'm I'm into it. You've been doing it a couple of times. I did it today. Feels good. It's our wind down, babe. Yeah. Okay. Um, um. We listen. I just wanted to say right off the bat, I got a couple of people knocking at my door saying, "Congrats on the 20." <gasps> and I just want to say, Filmmeister Linus Lee, thank you for recognizing that that was an accomplishment for us. First of all, yeah. Thank you for tuning in. And also, thanks for just like writing and like lifting us up because moms always feel deflated. Yes. And I kind of thought, are we insane? We It's a big deal to us. And, and no. Yeah. Validated. Thank you. Validated. That was awesome. Actually, I was feeling the love quite big time. I thought that was like a fun episode. I've been, you know, I, I was a guest. I, Mom Stomp has propelled us to now me. I'm being a guest. On other Here people's podcast, I was a guest on guest, Dave Mars. You'll be on, yeah, yes. Dave Mars. Yeah, and I now you're it. gonna be on Jay so, Leno next, girl. RuPaul, <laughs> Jay Leno. <laughs> God, he's Jay gonna come Leno? back. Does he have a podcast? We we don't care. No, we don't. Delete, we delete. actually don't care. It was a joke, and I hope he rots. <laughs> I, I I honestly thought he was dead. He's still alive. You know, there's a thing about Jay Leno that people have been mentioning for every like bad story. Yeah, that a celeb or somebody in the news goes through. That Jay Leno was always the talk show host to like pick it up, and his writers like just slaughtered them. Okay, like Pam and Tommy Lee. Yeah, yeah. You know, like during the documentary, they would always show clips of like Jay Leno really giving it to him in that opening monologue. Okay. So he was just kind of, he's kind of like infamous with um, t- savagely taking down, you know, people going through shit. And how dare he? Boo. Boo from to you. A, a white privileged denim car loving bitch. Go off. I can't even. I got to tell you this. It doesn't matter how fucking rich I am and how much Peter loves cars. And girl, you know he loves cars. He touches them. He knows them. He fi- he fixes them. He loves them. He loves the ugly ones. He loves the pretty ones. He loves all variety of cars. I ain't never going to buy this man a Porsche. <laughs> I don't care how much money you got. The extravagance of that. I mean, are we? do people on the listening have Porsches? We don't know. We don't know they're not listening. But that seems insane. And then these comedians have several of them. Fuck mm. off. Mm. 
But whatever Dwayne The Rock Johnson does, I support. Okay, and that is some mom content for you right there. Oh, my God. I got to say, I, the second I said his name, I smiled. You, you, you winked your eyes. You like, <laughs> thought he was in the room. You were like <laughs> blinking. You're, it's like, girl, he's not here. <laughs> oh, my God. You're, bl- you're blushing. I am kind of blushing. Wait, I have to tell like a, just a quick story. I went actually with Amber, first name, last name, Amber Taylor, who has emailed the pod. Remember, she emailed the pod about school pictures. Okay, yes. We went to, I honestly think this was her. Maybe it could, Amber, email, correct me if I'm wrong. We went to the um, Pink concert, Pink, Justin Timberlake Pink concert. Like, wow. it was Justin Timberlake, I think, if I remember right. And I think Pink opened. Wow, is this like justified years? Like, yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. And... This was like cry me a river years, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so this is the Cameron Diaz time. He dated Cameron Diaz, girl. I yes, God about that. And she like famously yells at him at an award show when he comes with Jessica Biel. Okay, I will be looking that up tonight. Supplementary and it will, material. You better find it in the supplementing material. Okay. Anyways, we went to this concert and Justin Timberlake. Makes a joke, and I'm not joking. The whole stadium giggles. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> like we all think we're about to fuck him. <laughs> he had you in the palm. <laughs> Every single person thought they were going home with Justin Timberlake that night. Yes. Oh my god. Okay. Well, no, I really but, got. Uh, but on the same note, I will say I saw Annie Get Your Gun on Broadway when I took a school <laughs> trip to New York City. For the my same junior note. year. <laughs> listen, listen to this. Guess who starred? Reba McIntyre, bitch. Oh, my. Annie Oakley. And guess what? When she came out there and her first line was like, rootin' tootin' Heidi Ho, people were, I mean, melting in their seats for her. A melting circuit. I don't care who you are, where you come from. You you wanted to go down on Reba that night. <laughs> I don't care. All the middle school students. All of them. Well, this is listen, I the power. I do not like I do not like country. You know, ever since what they did to the chicks, they're done. Oh, they did them wrong. Country is I, the fan base they they it it's too racist. It's mm. too sexist. It's too homophobic. I'm just not into country, but I will give it up for Reba and Dolly. You better give it up. Beyond, for them. they're beyond. Yeah, but everything else, I can't. I can't do this new. I can't do this new. But like the old Patsy Cline and well, even some of the newer modern. I guess like. Ooh, I mean George Strait is good. But he's out of his mind. <laughs> he's out of his mind. Okay. We're worried. Thunder okay. rolls, babe. That, okay. Rock. Okay. I mean, go, okay. Hall of Fame. Um, Riri, she's, the baby is here. I mean, Girl, no doubt. we need facts. I'm, you I'm, don't I'm, just I'm, come blazing in here. I, I, we have to wait. Now this is a time where we be patient. I don't care. We might not never see her again until the baby's like, goo goo gaga. Hello, America. <laughs> Right. I'm, I said on May 12th, I think the baby's here. I'm saying it again on May 17th. The baby it's been is a here. Week. She's gone. It's flatlined. Now, can I? And now I, and I, and I'm sorry. The baby hasn't flatlined. She has flatlined on Instagram. <laughs> you better clarify. You better watch that because it's better serious stop right that now. Shit right now. Okay. <laughs> now, 
maybe you want to delete this Uh for me dabbling in your family affairs. But your husband, Peter Scott, texted us a tweet. Of somebody who claimed that they worked at the hospital. Hear ye, hear ye, they have cleared the floor. Rihanna is having her baby. And then a thread. The baby is a boy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just spilling the tea. And I I really got uh, flustered and felt like my world had stopped and I needed to stop what I was doing and, and contact you. But then you were like, well, and he said, this is from a uncertified source, right? Uncertified source. He sent it to us on Sunday, uh-huh. uncertified stories, and someone posted a screen cap of this. Rihanna about to have her baby at the hospital. I'm working at cleared everyone off the floor. She had a baby boy, and this person that put the screenshot up, well, now this is a HIPAA violation. <laughs> okay, now this is, this is the part where I die. The HIPAA, the, as soon as the HIPAA drops, every motherfucker's coming in. Like, they have known what HIPAA, like, <laughs> ever knew what HIPAA was before this moment. Every motherfucker coming in with their opinions on what HIPAA violate, you know, what violates a HIPAA. You smiled. If you had a moment of happiness, you're not allowed to say shit about HIPAA. You fucking hypocrite. <laughs> you go hypocrite. Crit. I That's can't believe you better go hypocrite. Crit. Okay. Look, okay. Teachers are going to be made. Email us at yeah. this mom stops. <laughs> Email us to get your t-shirts. T-shirts. You better oh, go, hypocrite. Good, I got a good stomp, actually. You just reminded me. Okay, okay. good. And this okay. is what P- Peter's trying to get some grace back from us after the whole Dave Chappelle bullshit. F- uh, fiasco, dare it's I say. It's insane. Peter's okay. trying to give us content to talk about on the show, and it's like... Peter, go work on your cars. <laughs> go off. Oh, that's what I was going to say forever ago. It, no matter how rich I am, never going to get a Porsche, but I will like pay for him to drive a Porsche around a track or whatever... And that's mm-hmm. expensive enough. But, mm-hmm. like, there's some things that I'm like, how do the rich people do this? Right. Mentally. Yeah. There's some fucked it's up really, shit. Yeah, it's really, uh, like, yeah. Whatever. I can't wait till we're rich and we're just kind of like, well, we need it. I don't know how to, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. We just I don't know how like, else to take my kids to school. <laughs> I mean, this is just, like, what everyone's doing. And if I don't, okay. Yeah, it's well, really over the top. Okay. I mean, we um, have to address Brittany. We... I'm happy to. I'm 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 happy you brought it up, Joe. Okay. I mean, it's a sensitive subject, obviously, but go. I, I just want to address the folks. Co- week after week, you hear you hear my plea for people to stop coming for her. Yeah. Leave Brittany alone. Okay. Now she's going through this thing. They lost their baby, and now she's kind of back to normal Brit. As if nothing really happened. She's back to strange posts. Um, you know, something that feels like it could be a symbol, symbolism, but you no, know, you know. And I think people are, are now really chiming in with, you need to be back in the conservatorship. No way. Full on. Full on. And you, you know, I'd be reading these comments, girl. And this is what I have to say, morons. How dare they? How dare you? And also... She's not going to do this how you want her to. She's not going to have this thing happen to her and then make her whole feed about her going through that miscarriage. Do you know what I mean? She's going to be back to the same thing. And just because it's not normal to you doesn't mean she deserves to be back in a conservatorship. 
that's I, I, who the fuck sick sick this how dare you listen do i think the behavior is normal no but it's instagram what the fuck do we really know we know nothing if this whole thing tells us one thing if the whole conservatorship abuse thing tells us one thing is that we knew nothing of what was happening in her life we still don't know we have no idea. I don't okay. know if the snake that she put up is hers or a it's picture. It's not, girl. It was somebody else's video that she reposted. It's very easy to find this info. Well, okay. L- let me look. <laughs> anyway, like, even if she is posting this weird snake photo, whether it's on her body or not, it is weird. It is weird. We don't... Trying to find meaning in it or trying to be like... You shouldn't be posting this be, because what what rule? What rule are we following here? What rule? You know, the only thing that I won't say this is like bothered me, but the other the thing that was like the question mark for me constant was we're pregnant. Like we're pregnant. After that, everything that she put up was like, oh, this is like me. But this is before like everything was like. Every single time was like, of course, this is before I was pregnant. Yeah. And I was thinking like, why is she going so hard with that? And I'm like, she has to. Because if she doesn't say that, someone will come for her and say like, when was this taken? And you know what I mean? Like she, it seems like, I, I, I wonder though, like, even though it's like confusing and we're kind of like, this makes no sense. Maybe she's so in it and so Mm -hmm. beat knows so much more than us that she this actually is I don't know what I'm saying but I I get you like she's like beyond um she's had to go through it and like process it and you know and we aren't there yet yeah we haven't always been come out on the other side she's always been in the limelight right she's probably like listen I've done it she's literally done it every way probably she's like I've already given the people the nice Britney I've already given people the PR Britney I'm giving like an unfiltered person and like there are people who have miscarriages who like want to express themselves this way God, I'm feeling nervous even saying this. I know, I know. Because everything is so sensitive, but it is like, I think it's like, I agree. Like, I, it makes me mad that people are like, she needs to go back in the conservative, based on what, yeah. Instagram? You don't know if this is a performance piece. You don't know if this is real. You don't know if this is, you You don't know. She's She's not ever been a person on Instagram who's done something for a cause or for a message. Her Instagram has always been, watch me dancing, look at this stupid meme, and watch this video of somebody I don't even know putting a teacup in a tiny house. Like, none of it makes sense. It's all just kind of like a little collage of her thoughts. It's never been, like, even when she came out of the conservatorship, it wasn't like, I'm now on a mission to stop conservatorship abuse. You know what I mean? She's never been on that path to make attention to a cause. Right. Exactly. So this is- don't expect that for the miscarriage. And how someone is, is acting after something serious in their life happens is none of your damn business. There we That's go. That's between her and her doctor. That's it. That's it. And, and, and uh, yes. And again, even if she did this perfect, look at Chrissy Teigen. This yes. woman is a um, literal model. She has 
perfect looking kids. She makes beautiful food. She's close to her husband. And fucking people rip her ass to shreds. She tries to be earnest. She tries to be funny. She tries to just like, you cannot. You're never going to. can't win. Girl, just do the twirls. (laughs) Do the twirl. That's right. You're right, Joe. That's where Brittany is because she's been through it all. Mm -hmm. People have torn her down to nothing. And she's like, only twirls work. I actually know. You guys, I'm waiting for you to catch up to this. That's that's it. That yeah. part. Okay, so we got some responses more than one. So I say the word some oh. about this mom nutting movie. I mean, people are here for it. It will be produced. This is what I have to say. Before we die. That that we're speaking to, that it's that is stirring up feelings and people are have opinions on this. We are th- this validates what we've what we have thought is that it needs to be made. The moms are out and awoken. That's right. Sexual awakening. And it's going to get made. It's for sure going to get made. Mary Kay, she called with a full plot line. I mean, get her in the writing room. Come on, Paramount Plus. Should we play it? Should we call Paramount Plus? (laughs) Hey, Mom's Down. It's Mary Kay again with my uh, movie idea for your Nutting Mom movie. Here goes. Uh, our mom main character somehow gets it into her head that, like, oh, mate, like, I heard she hears that somebody, like, a friend of hers, their partner was sexting with somebody, like, behind their back, and so she decides to test her partner, her husband, uh, and she makes a Google Voice phone number, and she pretends to be like, hey, I'm so and so, I work in an office that's in your same office building, and like, I think you're cute, and whatever, right? Like, just trying to flirt, um, and. It's like a great marriage, and he like instantly texts back like, "Oh, very flattering, but I'm married." Then also that night goes home and like instantly tells his wife, "Oh, I'm sorry, my baby's crying in the background. She's really done with this walk." Um. Anyway, so he tells her they have a laugh about it. They go to sleep. Then in the middle of the night, she wakes up and is like, "Oh God, I have to tell you it was me. I'm the one that texted you." Okay, so they're like very honest with each other, uh, and he's kind of like befuddled and like, "Okay, whatever, weird." But then they. One or the other of them gets curious, and they continue the texting, even though both of them knows what's up. So she's playing this character, he's playing himself, and they're, like, carrying on this affair. Uh, then at some point, also, she wants to have an affair, and so he creates a character, and they start, like, sexting as that character and her. And then at a certain point, I think where the convict comes in is that one or the other of them realizes that they're, like, way more in love with the fake character than they are with their own actual spouse. They're, like, way more excited, and they start to just get, like, confused. Maybe they're both kind of getting confused, and they take a break. And then I think the resolution is that they both decide to, like, start doing some of the things that they said their fake character did for fun because it was, like, they realized they made up the character as, like, somebody that they wanted to be. And so they start to actually, like... Um, do the stuff they want to do, and then of course they they see each other somewhere and realize that like they are also their partner is that exciting person that they pretended to be, um, and then they are back in love and it's sexier than ever, baby. Um, yeah, that's my pitch. Again, you never have to play these on the air. This is for you. I love you and uh, keep us on Wow. Bye. Thank you. I mean, she gave us top down, start, beginning, and conflict. She goes, here's a conflict, here's a resolution. I mean, this girl and, is an And artist. let me tell you something, creative. I okay? mean. You would be fucking lucky to have this woman write something for you. Let's, uh, we can. Untapped potential. 
untapped. And also, P.S., now this is the second time in one of Mary-Kate's many, many voicemails, another thing, kind of our voicemail gal. Yeah, no. our gal. She's mentioned her baby crying, and I don't ever no, hear never a baby hear crying. <laughs> only, only a mother can hear it. <laughs> it the 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 uh, yeah okay. She's I don't like, know. There goes my baby again, being a mad woman, and it's just <laughs> like, like wait, I, it's just I can't the even baby's hear like, it. Cool. love you, mommy. <laughs> love you. Good story. Um, I I just this was so. Such a journey, first of all. It yeah. gave me very much Mr. and Miss Smith vibes. But then she took that turn with, like, you know, you actually kind of, like, falling in love with that other thing that you've created. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I am telling you, I'm going to... Here's what I, where I lock in. He goes home, he tells the wife immediately. There's no hesitation. Right. I got this call. Oh, and then she says it. So thank you, Mary-Kate, for pitching an idea with straight-up honesty. Thank you. With just fucking being honest and, like, yeah, there can still be a story there. And then she kind of, like, weaves in your thing that you had suggested is, like, that making the husband desirable. It's in a different way, but, like, I think that is, like, what we're trying to chase. But yeah, I mean, it kind of reminded me, um, I mean, Mary-Kate, this movie is ready to go. Let's write it. It's ready. Let's get it. I mean, <laughs> Annie and I, we're going to have, I thought we were going to have ideas to pitch. Let's have movies to pitch. Everyone. Yeah. We should Everyone have, just. We're, an, we're a production company now. Or we're, <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. Our credits are thinking of the mom nut movie. <laughs> You bitch. This is not like, it's not a movie, it's a genre. That is but listen, kind of like- this thing, I was like, this is a fully beginning, middle, and end. Mm-hmm. But also, if it were that idea of like 20 different stories in one movie, this this being one of them, it's giving me very much like Vagina Monologues movie. You know what I mean? Like there's there's this incredible story, this incredible like never before seen kind of storyline and then you get the next one, and it's incredible and never before seen. Yeah. You know, what that is, I don't know. Write to us. Let us know what it is. Uh, yeah. What's the next story? What's but, the next story? And I, I say, like, let's, t- let's take it beyond the vagina monologues, because the vagina monologues is, like, several different, like, right things in one movie. I do like, the, I, I'm seeing the mom nutting movie kind of being, like, a Marvel Universe situation. How dare you? (laughs) That would make you nut alone. The Marvel, the Mar. We have CGI. We have strong (laughs) Thor-like men. We We have have superpowers. We yeah. There's this is a a genre. Like there there was going to be a time where there wasn't mom nutting movies, and now there's there's like oh, what's going to be the summer mom nutting movie? Well, we talked about this when we were hanging out this week that. You you were like, what if this move? Because we talk about it when we're not on the podcast. Can you believe that's how much we believe in it? Here we go. Um, you said, what if it's kind of like camp, camp, right? And I immediately was like, well, yes. I mean, I feel like this is kind of American Pie for moms, almost. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love it, Mary Kate. We want we, we want to put it love in. Love it. We love it, and we love when you call us. What were you going to say about Lauren Derner's email? Oh, I do want to talk about that. She had a mom nut movie idea. Okay, yes. Yes. Love this part, Lauren. 
Derner says, my husband and I have been together for 11 years, married for seven and a half. Congratulations, girl. This is it. You've done it. And every single time I'm naked or undressing or bend over, he wolf whistles and (laughs) makes me feel hot. And to that, I say, thank you. To her husband, that is, that is literally precious moments to me. Right. That's cute, adorable. Yeah. Even though adorable. the whistles don't always amount to anything, it's nice to know he th- still thinks it's, I've got it going on. I don't know if you... <laughs> she goes, I don't know if you can base a whole movie on that. <laughs> but worse movies have been made. Yes, Hashtag could be the husband. You're right, girl. Could, could be, be the, the husband. husband. Lauren, you are so tuned in to what we've... Oh, what we've been talking about from the start, and, and thank you for like getting all the little, picking up on all the little things we say. Literally, yes. Um, I I don't know if a whole movie can be made on that, but you better damn believe that that will be in the movie. A hundred, a hundred. We call those bits, Lauren. That bit will be in the movie. And I say a whole movie can be made. Okay, go off and support. Go a, a whole... <laughs> go off we got It's just called The Whistle. And oh. <laughs> we diff- get different kinds of whistles, but that is the centering whistle that we always go back to. <laughs> it's like, it's he's... Here, let's, let's give it to... He's... It's the love of your life. You, uh, they've grown up together, and he's always done the whistle thing. Every time he gets in a car accident. Oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> he can't talk. Can't, <laughs> he can't walk. The, <laughs> the ability to whistle has been stripped from him. <laughs> He's going through intense physical therapy. He finally gets... <laughs> whistle out. First words. Girl, I'm talking Oscars. I'm talking <laughs> the tears. Oh, t- it's just like a sad little owl, but once he gets his physical therapy done, then he gets the wolf whistle back, and, you know, their life has never been better. The Girl. sex has never been hotter. Okay. Hello. And you know that I love that you said wolf whistle. You know I love that. Because it and makes me think of bad guys, if I'm honest. And let me tell you something. There will be an animated scene in this film. I mean, everyone's going to be over the age of consent. Well, over the well, years. these are going to be this some not old cartoons. Old cartoons. Be- <laughs> <laughs> Talking Betty Boop, Fox, <laughs> Gumby. Okay, <laughs> this is like old. Okay, <laughs> um, and they're also going to be scenes for you know people who are not that into sex, and they just like take a long ass bath and and you know and snuggle. Snuggle. Oh my god! I just like read or a just book. Just like are alone and and pass out on the floor and like they just throw their phone out the window. Just one person. Yeah. Absolutely. And they just like fall into the floor and then gold coins fall all over them. You know, just like a fantasy of like. And they go to brunch the next day and they're like, "I had the best night," and no one's like worried about them, judging them. They, they, oh. Everyone, everyone's jealous. <gasps> a bath oh. alone, and you threw your phone out. Yeah. The gold coins. Yes, girl. Cheers to you. Brunch is on us. <laughs> That's it. Get us to the fucking Just, table, Paramount. I'm calling them right now. I'm on the phone. I'm on hold. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, but I, I, we are thinking about it because it is, this is real. And I think what we should do, Annie, is we should, Dave said that we should 
start, you know, researching, watching other movies that are mom nutting movies. No, yeah, I says it, I says this too, Joe. That oh, you, you said it before. You were brought up a bunch of examples from the first time we brought this out, and I said we need to just like watch these flicks together. Okay, we should. We need to start. Do we have a movie that we can say like, let's all watch this this week? Okay. So we can I mean, talk about I'd, it next week. I'd watch the one that you brought up if if you would be down to rewatch it or should we find one we n- neither one of us have seen when a man loves a woman it's a woman when a man loves a woman i think we got to okay 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 what a man loves a woman the movie okay you're gonna have to tell me how to watch that i'm like looking at it. it doesn't look easy amazon? girl it looks like you can get it from amazon that's okay. it for four dollars how dare you okay we'll start our patreon and it, it will Kind of go towards that. <laughs> or gas money. Get you. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. When a man loves a woman, we're going to talk about it next week. We talked about it before, but we're really going to dive in. If you want to watch along. Okay. Okay. Lauren <laughs> Derner, she also mentioned, I feel like we should talk about, like, our e- emails and maybe. And then, is that good? Yeah. Okay. So, I know that we mentioned... Um, Lauren said something about the mom nutting movie, but she also said, I also have an eight month old who takes formula and I recently had to spend $40 on a canister. I'm rolling over for you, Lauren. Because it was all that was available and it really sucked. And I kind of made eyes at someone else in the aisles to be like, can you believe this shit? And I half wanted her to say something snarky about breast being best. So I could quote Joe saying like, you're raising a school shooter. (laughs) (laughs) She was I died. waiting for the moment. She I said, would come like, at me, bitch. B- bitch. Yeah. Oh, Think- gosh. First of all, Lord, I feel for you so hard. My eight-month-old took formula, and this is a crime. It feels so unjust and so fucked up that we're in a, we're in a situation where this is happening. Um, and I hope that it's getting better and that you're finding that they're, that they're jacking the prices. What I didn't the know fuck? that was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. That was obvi- also shocking to me, Annie. I'm like, it's either there and the regular, what, 20 bucks, or it's not there. Do you remember in pandemic where they were trying to, like, criminalize, you know, jacking the price off, off of, like, items like the hand sanitizer, the toilet paper, and they are trying to catch people doing that? Whoa, man. We got to do that for this situation. Wild. Wild. We're talking about fucking food for babies. Ooh, man. Okay. We're thinking of you. We love you. Okay. Send $40. Oh, wait. Did someone tell you? I feel like Mike, first name, last name, Mike Daflos was telling me this. Or maybe you. These videos where people put $20 bills under the formula canisters are like $100 bills. Oh, no. So, like, like young parents can find them. Wow. Is that so sweet? Man, that makes me think of, you know, all that's happening in Ukraine. I know what you're talking about, Annie. I'm now... Moms in Poland leave strollers for the Ukrainian moms crossing... Polish moms, Polish people, give it up. Give it up. 
Okay. Um, do you want to address this parenting thing she talks about? Well, she basically says, I'd love for you guys to talk about how to parent while you're around your parents or in-laws or basically people who are vocal. Mm-hmm. Um, some people that you care about that don't agree with your parenting style. Or, or seemingly don't outwardly say it, but feel that you feel a critical eye. You mm-hmm. feel critiqued, right? Um, yes. Yeah, I, I will give my two cents on this, that when I look back on those moments, it's mostly coming from my own self-doubt when I feel that way. Like, I'm let this person is bothering me because I'm like, maybe I am doing it wrong. You know what I mean? So I always try to turn that into like, you knew just as much as I did. Like, I'm struggling. Thanks for giving me some advice, but like, I'm going to take it and go. Right. It's like, here, listen, Lauren, you are not the first person to ask us about in-laws. And I think- Or just parents. Or parents. um, It's just, it is, and it's just a sensitive subject. And so I, I've literally shied away from it because it's like, at the end of the day, and this is why it's hard to navigate. It's hard to talk about. It's hard to navigate because at the end of the day, this, these people are in your life for the rest of your life. So when they say something that you're kind of like, okay, I don't agree with that. Mm -hmm. I think what you're, I think I'm, I totally agree with everything that Annie said about you kind of hear it and coming from an insecure place. But I also feel like, I don't know, Annie, tell me what you think about this. Like, even though I'm at 40, I still feel young. Like, I still feel like I have so much growing and evolving to do that. Like, when I hear something like that, I feel like, okay, I'm still learning. But then I have this moment where it's like, no, I am also the mom and I am also the mm-hmm. adult. And it's mm-hmm. kind of just being like, just peacocking a little bit, I think. And just, be, you have to trust, like, trust yourself. And no one's like questioning, like it's always coming from a good place to be like, what about this? Yeah. Or this, but it's like, I think, I think it's like us evolving truly into women where we have to be like, nope, I think this. Yeah. Yes. I, and I, I mean like, yes, I think I have, um, more confidence issues when it comes to mothering than the average bear. And anytime, like, I get those, like, side eyes or critiques, not that they're frequent because I don't even live around my parents or in-laws, but coming from other people, I really do think about it and I'm like, did I do that wrong? Are they right? Did they know more about my baby than I did? And I, like, truly think of it as, like, a learning moment. And, like, it's okay for them to feel that way and, like, it's okay for them to critique. If it does start to feel like uncomfortable that's when like the boundaries come in and then you have to have that conversation of like hey listen you know I have to set this this boundary with you it would made me feel feel this way it might have been coming from this but you know what then you have to have that conversation you know what I mean but I I avoid those at all cost famously so I always just am like okay pack that one away That's okay, thanks. I mean, yeah, yeah. I it also like the the other thing that is kind of like 
massively missed here is that the specifically parents, in-laws, aunts, like they raised their kid literally like 20, 30 years ago totally. and things have changed and not to disregard, like, obviously like they, and they also PS, if we're specifically talking about mother and mother-in-laws, they've raised the person that you love. Yeah. <laughs> so they did a good job. Like yeah. you, there's no doubt there. Like they did an awesome job. They did a good job doing it, but things have like changed. And I don't think like anyone in their right mind would say like, well, things have changed. It's just yeah. fucking mean and rude. Right. But I feel like sometimes there can be frustration there that there's no acknowledgement of from the other half that yeah. I feel like it's very rare where people are like, oh, like, what's this? Like, oh, cool. They didn't have this when right. I was like, right. I, I, or like, oh, I didn't, or just like true interest. Oh, yeah. I didn't do it that way. This is yeah. how they do it now. Like instead it's like, and maybe like, maybe there's a podcast for grandmas, older grandpas, whatever, where they're just, where they're kind of dealing with it themselves, mm-hmm. where they're kind of like, I want to help, but I'm giving this old information and I feel like it's coming off this way, but I can't not say it because I love my grandkids. I mean, who knows? Yeah. There could be some insecure, it could be coming from an insecure place. Totally. On their half, like who, I mean, that's, that's, it goes back to the Britney stuff. We don't know what's going on. We don't know the whole story. We don't know the whole story. And I mean, my, my summary of my thoughts on this is that I really do respect when, like, especially if it's somebody I love, like my mm-hmm. mom has said a couple of things that I don't agree with. Um, I really do, like, take what she said into consideration, even though I'm like, oh, this is not what I want to do. And, like, quit. This is, like, my kid, <laughs> not yours. I do respect that, like, a comment, like, those doctors don't know what they're talking about. You shouldn't do that with your kid. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, I did it. Th- she's saying, I did it this way. Doctors are just like science based, and you know what I mean? Like that kind of point of view. It's like, okay, I do respect that. Yeah. I do respect what you're saying. And like you said, Joe, you did raise me well, or like my mother in law, like you raised Joey, who I love. Um, and so I like really do consider those things before I change my mind on it or take it too personally. But, um, yeah, I mean, I will silently make my own choice, which is usually like what I wanted to do in the end. But try yes. not to take it to like them hating, you, them thinking you're wrong or something. That's try what I think. Th- that's the part that is the part that gets sticky. That if anyone gives you advice, it feels like, totally. am I getting this advice because I'm doing something wrong? God, it is so amplified when you have kids. Yeah. And it's like, even us, look, we love each other dearly. Like, I think the world of you, I like actually do think everything you do is right and good. But when I'm coming at some, when I'm saying like, when you're telling me something about little Joey and I'm like, oh, well for the kids this way, I, I, I hope, and I try to be like, well, this worked for us. Cause I'm never, I'm trying to give insight, but like, even as a good friend, I never want to come off that I'm like, we'll do this. And I hope I don't, but it's even that. And I I think that, and I think this is a generational thing where we have that, that 
sensitivity to say, how about this way? Right. That, and now we're talking about people, in-laws, parents that are speaking at us from a different generate, like they talk in a different way. I don't think that they're being like as sensitive to everything. Yeah. We are so sensitive and you're right. And that is such a good point too, of like even friends who are trying, I'm not saying this is like that you have made me feel this way. No, I don't take it this way, but yes, even in conversations that don't mean to be critical can become critical because of how sensitive you are about raising your kids. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, yeah, I feel like it's on me. It's on the, it's on you. You know what I mean? It's like, that's your own sensitivity shining through. Yeah. This and is just people trying to, I don't know. It's a lot. Listen, first of all, Lauren, as we tell all of our listeners. It takes a village and sometimes you want the village to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the damn truth, and that's never easy. And the hard part is, like, if for me, because I have, like, a close relationship with my mom, I can say to my mom, Mom, it's not gas, or whatever what Lauren is saying. Sometimes, like, that she thinks it's, it's fussy because he pooped, and I'm like, he just fucking pooped. Mm-hmm. I can say that to my mom. Mm-hmm. It's not fucking gas, Mom. He just pooped. I don't feel like I can say that to my mother-in-law, and I feel like most people would say, I don't feel like I can... You don't feel like you can have that brutal, like, mom, get off my back. So that's where it gets, like, very hairy. Tense. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Godspeed. God love you, girl. I don't know if any of that was helpful, but we have those same feelings, if that's helpful. That's what it is. Like, we have that same feelings. Everyone has those same feelings. And it's like, we're all going through it. Yeah. and so I guess, yeah, know that. And we're going mean, to touch on this in the Mom Nutty movie. I feel like it ha- we have to. It's a sick thing we what have to. having a kid does to you. I was <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about how many women and men who have kids feel this way, about people coming in with their opinions and how bad that feels. It's really sick how having a kid makes you feel so sensitive. And the, the 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 confidence is so like, I don't know, shattered. But at the same time, you are confident because you know best. You know best, and you know every little thing leading up to this moment. I don't think you anyone trust that. You gotta trust your gut. And that can be scary, hard. No rope, jumping into the void. Yeah, it's not tangible, you know. I literally, sometimes you just also have to say, oh, awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I didn't think of that. Thank you. Okay, we'll do that. Yes. Oh Oh my God. Thank you for this Bible. We love good stories and fun stories. Throw it up. (laughs) (laughs) And they throw it up. Okay. All right. Go off, Lauren. Thank you. We love you, Lauren. Um, and she left us a voicemail. Should we play? Oh, yes. It's funny because it cuts out. I can't a, wait to hear her voice. Oh, okay. A sorry, darling. Okay, it cuts out a couple times. Okay. And I think we should fill in the blanks. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> because at one point she's like, people from Texas. That's <laughs> like, out. This is a Google Voice Mad Lib. I love this. Okay. okay. Oh, this is Lauren Derner 
Um, we have been email correspondents for a little bit. I just bit. love her. Um, but I heard um, the person's voicemail about getting shit on by a bird, and I just have to say that I have been shit on by birds um, on three separate occasions. It's a mom thing. And two of those times were when I was in Europe, and so I think that European birds um, are total assholes. <laughs> Specifically, this one European bird that was um, flying over the Pope's funeral when I was in Europe in 2005, and he shit on my new pink coat, and I went to a Starbucks to get it all cleaned off, and I was really sad and crying, and um, this girl came in to the bathroom while I was trying to wash off green bird poop on my beautiful baby pink coat. And she was like, oh, oh, no. And I was, like, trying to mime to this woman because I was in Spain. I don't know if I mentioned that. I was in Barcelona. Barcelona. Say it, girl. Um, oh, oh my God, this is the stupidest voicemail that has ever been left. <laughs> um, anyway, I was um, getting, wiping it off, and this woman was making, like, sounds of, like, sadness. And so I tried to mime to this woman who I assumed spoke Spanish and was like, a bird pooped on me. And I made, like, bird motions. And I, like, like did, like, a thing on my shoulder to act like pooping or something. Um, and she looked at me and she was like, oh, honey, I'm from Texas. And I was like, cool. How dare you? Having a breakdown in Starbucks about a bird pooping on me, thinking that I need to mime to a woman. And she's literally from Texas. Like, here we go. Fill in the blank. That's all I have to say. About <laughs> even whenever birds shit on you, you can't even That's be surrounded by culture. You so, okay. I love you guys. And um, this is the best podcast that's ever been made. Okay. Heard it. You heard it here first. Play it. <laughs> you heard it from a doctoral candidate. This is my best candidate. Listen. These are I, smart people. Okay, what? the birds. Oh, my God. Could you believe where she goes? And then, you know, this woman's from Texas. It, like, completely goes out. And then she goes, and that's all I have to say about Truly that. Truly a Forrest Gump <laughs> moment. Truly Forrest Gump the movie. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. But, like, we don't know what you said, but listen... How dare was I was thinking was the Texas woman being like shady Ooh, like ah I mean what are the odds that you're going to meet another Texan in Barcelona This is insane This woman should have been like oh my god stop right there lady with the bird poop Yeah you do you do your little American secret handshake Yeah you do your secret exchange pennies and whatever This makes me mad to be a Texan okay why, why, this, I feel like she's, I feel like you were lucky to have a bird who was flying over the Pope's funeral shit on you. You have to be connected to angels or something. What, what is it's it, It's a Joe? sign, literally. What's the, the sign? The, 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 the Pope is saying, thank you for being here, Lauren. And all the way from the United States, thank you, Lauren. Thank the, you. the bird, we have to take this as a chosen moment. And the Texas woman was jealous, and there's no other way. And Texas will be addressed in the Mom Nutting movie, obviously. Oh, big time. Big yeah. time. We're going to have some honky-tonk, hanky-panky. <laughs> um, also, Sue Salvi in Someday a Bird Poops on You I does touch that. on foreign birds. This book, everything you're talking about, all these callers, the two that have called in about birds <laughs> pooping on them, 
these moments are addressed in the book. That's how smart Sue Selby. Okay, Lauren, thank you for the email. Thank you for the voicemail. It's literal content. Loved it. Okay. Love. Um, And also the imagery of her like crying in the bathroom and like coming and not being the best to come to her side, even though she was from the same damn part of the world. Um, made me think about how many of those bathroom moments I've had with other women where you're like at your worst sometimes and maybe another woman sees you and you know normally these happen while you're drunk or at a bar yeah yeah how how much like tenderness there is in those in those moments where women are coming through for each other I know I love it I can't tell you how many people I've said to them you look so beautiful in the bathroom and a hundred percent of the times they don't. <laughs> you girl, are kidding me. I'm telling you, I say it to people. I say it to anyone. People just need to fucking hear that. You I'm, are right. I'm just, and the, and I, and it's in the bathroom. Cause you're right. It's a bathroom moment. Someone, <sighs> Someone will be looking at themselves and you just go, you look so cute today. That looks cute. I love that shirt. That, that, no doubt would make my week. That's what I, believe me, do on to others. I'm still waiting. But Cat call me, fuck me once. Female cat call me in the bathroom with a genuine or even not genuine compliment, fuck me twice. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me, no, you know me, like... I, I obviously I I'm sure I think like the that they do look beautiful. But I'm telling yeah. you, about a hundred percent of the time I'm not telling them because they need to hear they're beautiful. I think they need to hear something. Dude, I, I'm inspired by this. I'm gonna say one kind thing to a stranger this week. I'll report back. Girl, you do it and oh I and believe me, I'm not holding back. You better say it. You better scream it. You better. You don't know if you're gonna hit by that goddamn car. <laughs> Five seconds later, life is too short. Let's okay. Spread the love, Ellen. Okay. Spread. I mean, but you made me think of that, Annie, because you're right. These bathroom moments are touching. Totally. Even like when they're not even just gig, people giggling in the bathroom. Yeah. I don't There's know. There's something pretty special about them. Okay. Okay. I went to Sylvain with my family. It is a damn city in I don't know California (laughs) it's like north (laughs) okay this is what I want to tell you about this city it is a like reconstruction of of a a Bavarian town it's like it's supposed to be like Austrian inspired uh, architecture and uh, the whole town has this architecture all the you know Picture this. You're in the mountains. You're seeing this architecture. There's breweries everywhere. There's wineries everywhere. It's getting you in the Bavarian mood, honey. The Danish mood, sorry. Yeah. They have traditional Danishes. You know, this place... This place is gorgeous. It's a day trip if you're in the L.A. area. People do it. The trip there from my part of town, Mm -hmm. there was not one minute of boring road trip whoa that was the part that was i mean the views there are breathtaking but the trip there i mean it's from the moment we left our house because we like traveled up through the mountains sunland and yeah and then you're on the pacific coast highway and you're just 
straight up through mount through mountains to get to it. Girl, I'm talking like some scary turns and swerves, honey. Okay. But once you're there, it's all about just walking around in the town and drinking some wine. Wineries galore. Wouldn't recommend it for kids. Not much to do. Okay. If you live in proximity, it's totally worth like, let's go there. It's something fresh to look at. I don't know yeah. if I would make the two and a half hour trip again. Gotcha. It's beautiful. Also, got some Starbucks on our way there. Starbucks yeah. guy always asks me what I'm doing today. What's <laughs> up today? I said, we're going, where are we going, honey? Sylvain. Sylvain. We're going to Sylvain. Oh, I love Sylvain. I went there all the time as a kid. Summertime fun, riding bikes. You should do a bike tour thing. We looked into it. $40 an hour. Oh. Which we weren't ready for. Right. I'm like, this kid can't pedal. No, but maybe I'll look into driving with our bikes there. We haven't been. Even though you're kind of like... Was it for a kid? I'm just kind of like, it sounds like it's definitely worth the trip. If you're here, stop in, have lunch, leave. Don't expect it to be crazy, but it's cute. Get you some gelato, get you a Danish. That's what the kids will like. There's some like novelty stores, but on the whole, they're not going to love or appreciate this town. (laughs) Yeah, but the pictures. But the pictures. I mean. I mean, it was like some Austrian came and built one building in that in that part of town. And then they were just like, this looks great. We're going to keep building this way. Annie. I love that you know the history of it. My God. I was sitting there drinking wine. Little Joey was just taking a break. So me and Big Joey got some wine. Yeah. I said, I got to know. We're sitting here. We don't know. Yeah. I got to know how this came to be. I love that about you. (laughs) I'm curio. You really are. I'm like this. This is nice. (laughs) Well, girl, I'll tell you this about that town. This is no Disney World Austrian architecture. This is legit. Like, it's it's very well done. And, like, it really is is a feeling of, like, oh, we're we're up in the Swiss Alps. It's cool. Okay. Do you have boots and stomps? Sure. I've got, I feel like because of this breastfeeding thing that's happening, it's mm. just on the mind because both my boot and stomp are related to breastfeeding and formula, I think. Take it away. Okay. My stomp is a bottle rack. Have I? Oh. Did I tell you? To no, me, we talked about the bottle washer. Oh, yes. God, okay. see, see, like, bottling, washing bottles was such a part. Because oh we didn't God. have a fucking washing machine. Say and it again. We didn't have a washing machine. We had twins, no washing machine. Just let that sink in. Ooh, and I pumped for half a year. Mm. After I, w- I was doing pumping and breastfeeding, and then I went exclusive to breastfeeding for six months. So bottles, bottles, bottles. So, yeah, I did want the bottle washer. (laughs) Yeah. But also, this wasn't on my registry. Annie, I would love to know, is there something that was not on your registry, but someone got you and you were like, damn, I use this all the time. Oh. Because this was it for me. My aunt got me a bottle rack. My aunt, first name, last name, Claire Coleman. And I don't think I registered for it. I might have. But I really... it don't have any memory of it and I remember getting it and being like okay and my god we used it we used it I mean we used it for years it was 
because you're washing all those bottles. Yeah. And if you don't have a dishwasher, God, do we are, do any, does anyone not have a, if you don't have a dishwasher, there's only so many cup that like can things fit in the drying rack that can yeah. fit in the drying rack. My, my boot is nipple shields. Do you know what these are, Annie? Well, that you put inside of your bra? No, not like a oh, nipple pad. Oh, when a nipple feet. shield. It's like a plastic that you like put the over your nipple, and it's supposed to have like a little more of like a bottle suction. So the kids like, I had what my lactation consultant suggested it, and it fucking sucked. If you're really? using nipple shields and they work, great, thumbs up. If you have ever tried a nipple shield and it made no fucking sense to you, I'm there for you. It made, it just like, it goes on top of your nipple and then the baby's supposed to like suck on it. Mm. And it's like, it fucking sucked. While they're feeding? Yeah. Like it's like, it's like a condom basically. Uh If you could think of like a, but it's like, it's supposed to be easier for the kids to like latch onto. Jeez. And it was like fucking insane. It didn't work. And I didn't work. I literally am like, I just hate them. I like see them on the <laughs> shelf and be like, gross. <laughs> you know, when you have like a bad memory of something, you're like, I yeah. hated that thing. Yes. Actually, condoms, I hated those things. Okay. But obviously yeah. use them. There's <laughs> you got to. I love how like guys are like, oh, I hate using condoms. It's like, FYI, we don't like them either, bitch. Right. But fucking put it on. Yeah. God. Okay, that's a different podcast. That's for our, our swinging singles. Swinging, which we singles. have them. We we maybe we are, maybe aren't, but we know somebody who is one. Yeah, a swinging single. We know a lot of swinging singles. Yes, okay. absolutely. Okay, and this you, is all part of our production house. We ha- <laughs> we host other people's podcasts. You know, we're, this you know. is massive. What we're yeah, doing it's a is massive, massive operation. Okay, we, what's your, we're going to be hiring hundreds of female identifying people. Hundreds. hundreds, hundreds. Okay, boots and stomps, Annie. Um, I'm gonna give you a boot because it's really weak. I'm gonna give you my boot first. Okay, because this truly is coming down at a company because I had a delivery delay. <laughs> Go <laughs> off. We don't a, have time for Yelp. We got a podcast. <laughs> exactly. We don't have time for Yelp. T public. I ordered a friend's T design. T Public said it would be here X and X date. Ten days later, I get nothing from nothing. Just no sorry, no apology. I'm following up. There's no tracking information, and I feel bad because T Public is like supporting artists who are like come up with their own design. Okay, but they're like fucking over people who are trying to to help them. It's kind of like the Etsy thing, almost in a way. I don't know if there's something weird happening behind the scenes. I'm on to you, T Public. <laughs> late and I will never forget the trouble I the time I wasted and I didn't want to make a stink about it because you're doing a good thing by like helping. yeah yeah okay the anger this is like when Peter and I try to like buy something that's not Amazon and they mm-hmm. like and it is just a small business and this is they're not actually not doing business bad they're just like they're in a different stratosphere here with it god damn it joe and it's just like fuck it i tried to be nice 
<laughs> I tried to do the right thing, but I could have had this a week ago. <laughs> I could have had this the next day. You, I know. We are too used to that. Yes. I said this. Didn't I say this on the podcast? I feel like if you're starting a small business, free shipping, free shipping, work it into the price. Don't ever make, don't make people think they're paying for shipping. Don't even put it in their heads because if it's a day late, they're going to lose their damn minds. You're going to lose a customer. Okay. Okay, What's You just lost one of me, T-Public. You're done here. never. Truly, that was a boot about some, an item being delayed. (laughs) <laughs> and we're coming out of a pandemic. I mean, how much Karen can you be? Come on, T-Public. Okay. okay. My stomp? Yeah. Bent, go, lunchboxes. B-E-N-T-G-O. I think this is a little pun on bento boxes. Um, but just, Joe will throw the picture in. It's, it's a little plastic thing. It's a plastic mm-hmm. lunchbox, and it's got compartments. That are the perfect sizes for these little tiny fingers. I mean, there's a circle in the middle of this box. I don't know what, as an adult, you would ever be able to put in there that you could get out. Something, uh, n- Nothing that you would enjoy to eat would ever be small enough. But it's, like, just perfect for them. And these kids, it's like a present for them. They open it up. They like seeing that it's, like, all in order. Mm-hmm. And, like, my son doesn't have one, but... Madison has two, and he's like now calling it my lunchbox. He's so into them. I love them. It is like a modern day lunchable where you can control the food in it, and it's not Mm. trash. But it is also like, from my perspective, I we'd use these boxes. No way. I should say this. I bought one from Aldi that was ten dollars, and it did the job. But then I was like. The kids loved it. We wore these out for like a couple years. That I was like, now I'm upgrading mm. to the brand name box that was like thirty dollars. And I have to say this: it, in my opinion, if you can get a cheaper box or cheaper version, that is just as there's almost no difference. I didn't. I don't feel like the quality of this is any better. It's really in the compartments. Having yeah, it the makes you think about like the proportion, I mean, and even as a mom, you like feel good packing it. It's just it's great. Yeah, and I've talked about this before when first name, last name Michaela was like asking about dinner, and I was for me, I like to put a lot of options on the plate, mm-hmm. and I feel like this bento box, these bento box is just like okay, I'm putting this here, this here, this here, this here. If yeah. they eat a little of everything, I just like love it, and. Also, one more thing, it clears up like, and I know we we stomped Ziploc that last one, but it's like the baggies and the stuff. Like even before, yeah, before they go to school, I'll like open the fruit snacks, dump the fruit snacks out, throw the bag away, just so they don't have to deal with any of that shit at school. Right. I love it. Yeah, I mean, this is a good one. It is. It. Um, I was always like a brown bag gal going to school. Um, and yeah, there's just like so much, uh, trash that goes along with that. Cause it's a, it's a bag for everything, but this one, it, it does help you with like, see everything that your kid is consuming. It makes you think, okay, well this medium sized one should maybe be for the protein. You know, it's just, it's yeah. a little more conscientious. And I think that the kids enjoy seeing the order and like design of it. I think it's like appealing to your brain. Agreed. Um, okay. Big stomp for Bentco. 
And the off-brand as well. Any box we can have. And you're full-on booting Ziploc. No, I the love week Ziploc. after I stomped. Oh, my God. Literally, bitch. I was literally thinking. <laughs> no, I love Ziploc. And I was thinking I should buy Ziploc, the brand, because Annie stomped it instead of getting the Aldi one every week. I'm just going to make sure I have one the as an option. Where, the ones where it's like, maybe you need a heavier because it's a freezer size or something and there's more weight. That's Ziploc, man. It's a, it's a, it's a good feeling. Under your fingertips. It's a sturdy plastic girl. We've done it. Like, I have obviously going to delete, like, all of this, but... I swear to God, we got to watch this movie. I'm going to pay my kindness forward. I'm going to say one nice thing to a stranger this week. That, that's my homework. Okay. Um, I love you. I'm so love glad we did babe. this. Okay. See you next time.